beyond the superficial, go beyond the noise, and Hype delivers business knowledge gained from developing and manufacturing hundreds of products, working with high-growth entrepreneurs from all over the world, focus skills and passion into innovative ideas, take control, become the engineer of your own life, transform product ideas into business realities. This is End Hype. Transform product ideas into a business reality. My name is Callie Keen, and this is End Hype. All right, so here's the hook. You've got a product, you're launched it, you're bringing it to market, you're selling it, everything's great, but you'd like to get to that next level of growth, and you'd like to do it without wasting a ton of money on Facebook ads or the technical issues of complex funnels, and you've hit a couple obstacles. And that's what I want to talk to you today about. I want to talk about the top three obstacles to growing your e-commerce brand and growing that revenue, right? So here's the first point. If you're just selling a product and you're not selling a movement and you're not messaging a movement, it's really hard to really grow a brand, right? So you don't have brand. You're not offering transformational change. You're not offering something big that they can believe in. You're just selling a little accessory or you're selling a little tchotchke or an IOT product. You're not selling the end result of it. It's hard to create additional products. It's hard to figure out what people really want. It's hard to... Um, get detailed and dialed in messaging because it's like it's like trying to sell a t-shirt without it meaning anything right nobody buys nike because they like what a swoosh mark looks like they buy it because it's identified with trend it's identified with athletics it's identified with american entrepreneurship or it's identified with a sports team or sports star that they like it's identified with something that's bigger than a t-shirt, right? So if you're creating just a product, that's why you have to push it into the market instead of pull it into the market. And a story that I tell that that really puts this forward is I was in an investor call with one of my clients and he started talking about hey, when we work together, there's all these things that we can do. And he started really selling himself on the idea of working with this, of working with my client. But more importantly, he said, I, I could see I could see your logo and I could see your hashtag on a t-shirt. And it's why it excites me so much is that you didn't create a product, you created a movement. And it's a thing that inspires other people. And it is something that other entrepreneurs aspire to be, right? So it becomes a leader in the market, not just a leading product that's pretty good, right? And that struck a chord with me. I thought, if I put out a t-shirt with my hashtag on it, end hype, right? How many people would identify with that movement? Am I creating a brand, right? Some And a brand being something that other people talk about, right? Brand is what 
other people say about your company? Am I creating a movement or am I just offering a service, right? And if I'm just offering a service, that's kind of block and tackle one-to-one. We could be doing great work, but that's not, it's not something that's going to form a community. It's not something that's going to take like wildfire and that's a movement. And so really thinking deeply about that, who needs what we have to offer, how we message it, and what it's helping them achieve makes that product, and it doesn't matter if it's a novelty product, an apparel product, or it's it's a world-changing like clean tech product, it can fit inside that dream, inside that world. And that becomes a very powerful brand. And it's something that's capping your growth. This is the obstacle, is you're just thinking about it like transactionally. I'm going to sell this one thing versus I'm going to sell the dream, not the result, but the dream that this product helps facilitate. So that's the first thing. The uh, second thing leads into this is that most people that I speak to, uh, and this this definitely includes coaches and service providers and e-com people, they have weak offers. They don't understand what they're actually offering or why people buy, or what people want. So it's a fitness coach says, oh, I help people lose 10 pounds. I'm like, that's great. Or even more weak, I help people achieve health, their healthier lives. I'm like, okay, but it's not quantifiable. There's not a measurable currency and there's no time frame involved in it. And we don't understand why. Like, why does somebody want to be healthier? And when we dig in deep through customer interviews with that type of people, we find out, okay, they actually want to be healthier so they can live longer and see their grandchildren. And that's this deep emotional connection. And it's something that we can build a program that's very powerful on, right? It's something that we can build uh, an offer that's very powerful with instead of lose 10 pounds, right? Because they're trying to do something so they can, right? And when we can dive into that, it, it just goes across any product, right? You could think of a razor, right? See, I'm not shaving, right? But if I were to shave, it would be so I can do something, right? Uh, it's not so I can spend time or have a cleaner shave. Like that's that's those are those are like selling features. It's weak. It's a weak offer. If you you can see those commercials and they show the guy with a clean face and then they so, show the girl like you know rubbing his rubbing his face and being like, oh, it's so nice. And it's like so he can right make his wife more attracted to him or so he can look younger or so he can, you know, have this deep connection with this other person, right? So they're selling a dream and they're building an offer that targets that dream, right? So let's break that down again is what we know who we're talking to. We're going to offer them something that is laser targeted that they can measure. That's great. You know, I I like to have that currency and I like to have it time bound, right? Um, But they're putting it into the context of somebody, what they're trying to actually achieve, why they're buying that product. And you can, 
you can do this for every type of product. Um, but you need to figure out what somebody's actually trying to achieve and sell on that, right? And you need to make the offer the the offer in terms of that context irresistible. So if I was looking at creating connection through my product, if I was going to sell a t-shirt that had connection, like how can I have the value more than a $25 t-shirt or a $30 t-shirt? Is it that now I'm identified as a part of that community and maybe I can join a community? Maybe that you're collaborating with an influencer in that community and that's a special edition of the t-shirt or maybe it's a cross collaboration with two brands that I really enjoy or maybe it's limited edition so it's scarce and it messages to my community that I'm savvy I'm I'm with it I've got like I've got a plug right so think about that and that's the difference between why a shirt could be $9 or $90 right there's a brand differential there and people are playing on that brand and using those human needs to create very strong products and very strong offers. And it's not a trick because people are more satisfied, more loyal at that high, high end when you have extremely strong offers. So that's something that I see consistently across e-commerce. And like I said, speaking with other coaches, speaking with service providers it's something that I consistently see as well is people selling features and then maybe 10% of them are selling benefits, but almost none of them are selling the story, the the dream, the, the context, the why. Why is somebody looking for that? What are they actually trying to achieve? So super strong offer. That's an obstacle that I see. And then um, the the third obstacle that I see is – is more of a amalgamation resource thing. So people look at it and say, well, I can't figure out Facebook ads. I've thrown a bunch of money into there and it seems like I'm throwing money into the fire. And as soon as I stop paying for ads, I stop getting growth, right? So I must have to have, I have to have more capital to acquire more customers. Uh, I need a, you know, I need a, a better system, a customer acquisition system. And their obstacle is because you're looking at the, the popular, let's say, mainstream methods, the methods that are being sold of customer acquisition, when in reality, what, uh, what we're looking at is instead of, instead of spending money on ads, we're spending time in engagement, right? We're figuring out who we should be speaking with, who they also like, and then we're creating joint venture partnerships in that space. And we're list hacking. We're cross-selling my product to your list, their product to my list, right? And we can both profit off of this. And so instead of spending money on ads and looking like that is the, the constraint, the obstacle being oh, I can't reach enough customers. I can't grow fast enough because I don't have access to all these customers. I must have to pay an influencer. I must have to buy email addresses. God, please don't do that. Uh, I must have to throw a ton of money in ads and figure this ad thing out or I need I need investment so I can hire a great digital marketing strategist. And I'm like, let's lay a f- solid foundation down. 
I can connect you with an amazing digital strategy person, right? I can connect you with great influencers, but if we put that into a system that's broken, it's not the resources, right? You know, it's like what Tony says, it's not resources, it's resourcefulness, right? There's somebody out there that already has your audience. Go out there and use that scrappiness to your advantage and say, who's got my audience and what value can I provide them? If, you, if you're already selling something and you already have emails, you do have something to provide them. You have new customers. Sell their things into your list. Start promoting what they do. Test out that partnership and grow. I'm probably going to do a whole, whole uh, episode just on JV partnerships because this has been phenomenally successful. And in the B2B world, we call this channel partners or we call this you know, strategic alliances or strategic partnerships. But in uh, e-com, we've just looked at this like cross-promoting and cross-branding and list-selling, list-hacking. Fun. It's, it's fun stuff, but it really, really works. So if you think your obstacle is that you don't have access to enough customers and you don't have access to the capital required to get all those people into your funnel or into your world, let's just try a different way. And so just as a bonus tip for sticking around a little bit longer into this podcast, I want to talk about the real secret to growth, right? This is it. So for all the people that fell out, didn't listen all the way, they won't figure this out. And this is why, right? Because it's in the follow-up. It's in retention. This is the bonus, right? If you focus on acquiring new customers, that's fantastic. But the cost of acquiring them eats into your profits. If you can get them to repurchase, that's where the real money is. So focus on focus on re- retention, focus on referrals, and focus on continuity, right? Repurchases. So check this out. If everyone buys from us one time and they never buy another thing, We have to keep getting new customers. But if we can retain a portion of those customers every time we launch a new product, we can grow. We can grow exponentially. Now, if we can hit a little virality, and that's by people referring other customers to us, our product is so good that we use that net promoter score and we say for every one customer we get, we get 1.1 or 1.2 customers. That means that we're spending less money on ads, less money on marketing, less time on outreach. Those are uh, very strong correlations between somebody hitting our page and actually purchasing, right? It also means that we have highly satisfied customers and it's a good indicator of total system health, right? That's what we're looking for. That's how real growth happens. So, One of these big obstacles is customers only purchase once and then they leave, right? So that list that you have just goes cold and degrades when it should be getting warmer and warmer. The big thing, if you can solve retention and you can move it into referrals, we have a new opportunity. And our opportunity is to transfer our product into something, what can our customers buy every month, right? What can they buy every six months from us? What's that continuity program so we can create reliable reliable revenue? 
if you don't have a continuity product or you don't have a product that requires reorders, we should talk, right? This is this is a big, big component. But you see how each of these pieces are like building a castle brick by brick by brick, right? Is we can figure out the base thing. What are we about? What is our brand about, right? So people can remember us. They can find us. They can resonate with what we're what we're selling you're never going to get referrals unless you get this piece done right we figure out what they need we offer something that's laser targeted it breaks through all the noise and all the garbage so we can sell premium products and and to leave undercutting ourselves with um you know low cost low bid less than marketing we can leave that garbage behind we can sell premium things that people remember and that gives us a lot of credibility in the market and then we can move on to partnerships and people will say man i remember i i've seen that that's awesome yeah i remember that launch that was really cool because we're not selling garbage and we're really appealing to people people will be attracted to our energy of winning right and then the bonus People will be more likely to stick around, right? When we sell amazing things, remember what I always say, make something worth sharing, right? They'll refer people into our world. And as we get these systems down, we can look at what a continuity program really is. So I look at those obstacles and I flip them around the other way and say, well, what what actually solves that problem in a meaningful way to grow a real brand? Uh, whether we're selling online, we're selling products, we're a coach, we're selling in real life, right? These things are really important. And after speaking with hundreds of people in the past few weeks, it's really interesting to see that people that are stuck are stuck selling garbage. And the people that are winning are creating a movement. So just ask yourself, are you creating a movement? Are you creating a legacy or are you just selling garbage? And if you'd like to go from one to the other, DM me. Let's talk. I, I'm talking through this strategy with people every single day and I'm having a lot of fun doing it. It's amazing. But um, yeah, that's just my quick thought Right now, I'm getting deeper and deeper into this e-com strategy, and it's going to lead into something that I'm doing right now, which is the group coaching program, Misfit Brand Academy. But it's also going to lead into a little surprise thing later in the year. So, um, yeah, we're, we're definitely toying around with the idea of launching a product, but let's just see. Right. I don't want I don't want to I don't want to tip my hat any more than that, but it should get pretty exciting because we have a lot of pieces in place, a lot of pieces from my network that we're trying to pull together and figure out what's the best breed of all these different uh, killer entrepreneurs and how can we all collab to show off our unique skill set and then bring that to market. So um, definitely expecting that later in the year, but you're going to see this strategy. You're going to see our JV partnership strategy. You're going to see our launch strategies kind of live 
But if you want to get started on that, I'm walking people through our growth strategies every day on a strategic discovery call. And I'd love to talk to you. But that aside, here's a little housekeeping. If you got a little bit of value out of today, if something made you think, share this out. Share it on your Facebook page or on your Instagram, right? Let's get another listener in here. And if you really liked it and you want to spend the time, give me a little rating. Give me a review, right? Five stars if you got it. Four stars if you're eh. But I'd appreciate it either way. My name is Callie Keen. This has been End Hype. Thank you for listening to the End Hype Podcast. Follow Callie on social at Callie Keen to stay up to date with a bunch of free content and information. Change your life and change the world. End Hype.